the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's a uh, Tuesday. <laughs> it's really kind of like a Monday, but it's it like is Monday. Tuesday because I hope you had a fantastic Memorial Day yesterday. And please tell me that you took a few moments to remember why we celebrate uh, Memorial Day. It's really, you know, I hate to use the word celebrate because you can't celebrate people's deaths. No, you memorialize. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what, uh, what happened. And uh, yesterday... Here's what I did. I didn't even go out yesterday almost. I, I, I ran over to Kohl's to pick up uh, a pair of pants that I, I needed a new pair of pants, and I went over there to get And You know, the, in that whole store for men, they had maybe 20 pairs of pants. That place yep. is a ghost town over there. They they haven't had a chance to catch up from COVID-19 yet. Well, you don't have to tell the ladies who shop that there's nothing in the stores. Yeah, I mean, you go you go over there and go through the ladies' room because Linda was complaining about it. Yeah, there's hardly anything. And there's hardly anything. From. They said all the racks are, are, racks are uh, empty. just emptied out. So yep. just know that what you're going to face if you go out. I, I, I got my shoes out. I'm going to be having a meeting with somebody later today and so you know heidi will tell you she's seen something today she has never seen how many how long have you how, how long have you been looked. my producer now over a year have everybody you? look yeah have you ever seen me this way <laughs> <laughs> i got a shirt i got my i got my tie on a today tie. and i got brand new uh, dress pants on today and i pulled out my dress shoes and they must have had a a quarter of inch of dust on them and so i dusted them off and i had to i needed to shine them look i'm former military that's right i can't look at black leather Uh shoes and if they look dull no that ain't gonna cut it i went to walmart to pick up a tin of shoe polish i knew exactly where it would be it's on the end camp over there by the shoes there was one tin little tiny tin a kiwi black probably the last one anybody ever made well it's the last it's the last one they don't have any more all right and i wanted a brush too so i could really shine them up good get a brush and they didn't have any brushes so anyway it was we still have my father's world war ii little shoe kit with a handle on the top oh really the goodies it's got the brush and all that and we still use it regularly at our house now linda goes i it took me 45 minutes to get them to look like the way I wanted them. them, and I didn't even I didn't even really get into it. Now I'm going to talk. Yeah, yeah. Let me just talk about this because 
guys and gals who have been in the military. Now, this is before Corafams, all right? Corafams <laughs> are the, the, the plastic-looking shoes. And, and man, I was Make so it glad. a little easier. Hey, I was so glad. They came in when I had been in the military for about three years. They showed up. And uh, I loved them. They didn't have to. I didn't have to have you know my fingers black up to the first knuckle uh, for for a while then. But uh, you know I used to get take the top off of the the wax, put some water in it, get me some cotton balls, and then I I get my bic lighter out and I'd hold it under the polish and I liquefy the polish. Now what that does, just so you know, you who have not ever had to shine shoes before it fills in all the pores for better word in the leather Mm -hmm. and so you put that that liquefied uh, polish on get it in there really good then you put a little bit of water on it and you rub the water down on it real good and smooth it really good then you get the brush out and you sit and you brush it real good and they get start getting that luster going and then, if you were lucky enough when I was in the military, if I was lucky enough that I had a girlfriend at the time, I'd ask for an old pair of pantyhose that she was going to throw away. And you take those and you buff it with pantyhose. Pantyhose? Yep. What's that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nylons. Woo. Yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah. But I, and I mean, I could get my shoes, literally, that were just a couple of steps under Corfam's. They... They dazzled. They reflected the light and everything. They were good. I spent a lot. That's, that's a why, military technique. That's yes. That's why I moved up in the ranks a lot faster than a lot of other people did. I you took had shiny shoes. That, well, the, I took that whole thirty-five ten, a mil, military bearing stuff really seriously when I was in the military. Uh, for the guys that are out there, gals that are out there, more for the guys on this. Uh, you want to make sure that your socks didn't sag so you got garter belts that you bought and what they did is they hooked on the bottom of your shirt and the top of your socks and it had alligator clip things on them and it would pull your socks up and your shirt down so all the wrinkles were gone all right and i was a heavy starch guy my i mean i'm just i'm just telling you the creases those three were sharp those two creases yeah three they were yeah. sharp. I'm just telling you. But uh, yeah, I when I I was in the military for almost ten years. All right, and I had my line for tech. That's way ahead of schedule. At least at that time it was. But that that's way it was. But I spent my day yesterday watching TMC, watching shining. old war movies, and shining my shoes. My dad taught me how to shine <laughs> shoes, and that's exactly what he taught me that's when I was I a little kid. Yeah. 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 Yep. That, that's an art that's gone away. The, the only person I know that can shine shoes really good like that, and I don't know the gentleman's name, he's on the third floor over at the Capitol building. Yes, sir. And I've had, I've, I have been wearing dresses and sat down and had him shine my shoes, and he's, and he's fast, good. And he's oh, yeah. Fast. Well, if they're good at it. He was. He was very fast. He's one of the guys. You know, you've heard the old that old song about the shoe shining shine man and yeah. about the pop of the, the and all of that of the rag. Well, he yep. he could do all that. He could keep a, he could keep it going. All right, don't forget about Dustin Turner and what he's got going on for you. Here we are. Today is June first. 
we're moving six months into the year now. We're we, we've got about the first half of the year done. Wow! Already, and a lot of you know that the housing market is just nuclear hot. It is hot, 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 hot. And if you want to sell your home, now's the time to do it. There's fewer homes on the market. Uh, means that the ones that are there, the people that need a house, are ready to buy your home. And with these low interest rates, you can get the money to buy the house uh, if you're the buyer. It is a seller's market. But there's 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 things that you got to do so you make sure that your house sells before the next guy's house. It's just the way that, that it works. It's kind of a competition that way. And Dustin Turner knows how to do that. You use him as your agent. And I'm going to tell you, he'll move your house uh, like post haste quickly 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 but all you got to do is you got to call him 501-952-2969 that's 501-952-2969 or you can go online and uh, visit him there hometeamsoldit.com that's hometeamsoldit.com let dustin turner turn his marketing plan loose on your house so you can start packing all right so you know that a lot of your tax-paying money here in the state of Arkansas goes to education, whether it's, you know, elementary. Uh, they don't do junior, do junior high here. Okay, junior high. Middle school. High school or a college. And so I thought it was interesting that story broke over the weekend. Dennis, I don't know if you heard this or not. All that money that you make for the state, and a lot of it goes towards education as well. And uh, what is it, about 63 cents per dollar that goes through education? I think that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Grab grab that microphone over there and put it in front of Dennis so that we can hear him. Dennis Milligan's here, state treasurer. He's he's walked in. I asked him to be here today. I'll tell you why in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about this story. Well, it came out. And uh, the Daily Wire broke the story. Uh, of course, that's Ben Shapiro's website. And I don't know who in Arkansas fed it to him, but they got the story to him, and uh, it, it's true. But they spent $10,000 uh, at the U of A uh, to do what, uh, Elizabeth? Let's have a drag show for the students. You let's ready for a, that? Let's have a virtual They spent taxpayers' show. money to have a drag show, Dennis. Had, had you heard about that? I had uh, uh, heard about that. Now, if you were a, a state legislator, would somebody's head roll over that? Uh, you would. You would think that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying that there would be some type of uh, uh, because if it was anything else, there would be uh, uh, as much as they're at the state legislature doing this. We need money. We need, we money. need money. That's what they're always they're knocking at the door. And they're increasing the uh, tuition this fall as well at UA. Yeah. And somebody said, well, it's only $10,000. You know, you got a problem when you say it's only $10,000. That's when you got a problem. Yes. Now, if I'm the governor, I'd, I'd be in front of a TV camera talking about this. This kind of stuff got, can't go on, and not keep. And, and, and I'm pointing at my Mevo camera now in studio. Put me on uh, Facebook. You can't 
do what the university is doing right now, doing drag shows and spending 10 grand on them and then come back and ask for more money or ask for more money from the students and from the taxpayers. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Somebody's got to lose their job over this. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's Chancellor got to lose his job. It's somebody under him. He probably didn't even know this was happening. The school's university program, and it featured six local drag artists. Fantastic. Yes. I'm glad that we're supporting our our favorite drag We're, we're supporting RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> the winner of that show was one of those people. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I wonder how much it costs to get them to come in. Funding came directly from student fees. This says the school paid $10,000 to one drag performer alone who is best known for winning season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Wow. That's the sort of values I want my children to learn when they go to university in Arkansas. Well, that's that's yeah. the kind of that's the way I want them to spend the money. Student <laughs> that fees I, that I'm working hard for. It was student fees. Yeah, well, that's kids have got to pay it. You got you got to pay Parents this stuff. are paying it. Yeah. What do you mean students? Parents. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and, and, and by the way, it wasn't even there. It's not like you got to go to it. Oh, it no, was it was on Zoom. It was on Zoom. <laughs> and 38 whole people watched. 38 whole students. Hey, there you plus. go. That's getting new dollars. It actually was more than 10,000. That was only one performer. There no, was that six. it? That was one performer, $10,000, and there were six oh, performers. Wait. They paid a total of $11,050 for a virtual drag show. <laughs> they paid 1000 The for event five was performers. hosted by the school's <laughs> university programs and featured six local drag artists. But they paid a thousand for five of them and ten thousand dollars for one of them. Wow! Jada <laughs> Essence thing is a Hall. Mess. Jada Jada Essence Hall sounds like a stripper too. Either one, <laughs> uh, best known for winning season twelve of RuPaul's Drag yep, Race. Yep, yep. Was given to drag queen Jeremy. The additional thousand fifty dollars was given to drag queen Jeremy Stuttered. Now, with yeah. just yeah. two people got $11,050 out of all the money that was spent on this. The other four people evidently did it for free. <laughs> I guess. And pop, this is a great joke. I'm sorry. They this did is it too for funny. the exposure. Ah, I knew it was coming. <laughs> I got away. Oh, my. Kim Hammer. Rowdy this Kim morning. Hammer, are you listening? <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> Alan Clark, are you listening? Need to have somebody. They need to have some people come forth and be talking now. Uh-huh. Yes, this was a bad idea, and I'm, I was. It was really. I was really happy to work for the U of A. <laughs> well, maybe they'll blame the bridge inspector. Oh yeah, <laughs> Poor fire him again. Fire him again. Fire him again. I mean that's. That's two stories in a row now. That's not good. No, I for understand us that. at at all. That's not good for us at all. But that was, I saw that over the weekend, and uh, I had gotten it. I I probably you can probably imagine when something like that breaks. I've been in this business for fifty years, basically. So everybody says, "Elswick, did you see this?" <laughs> all right, and I mean, my phones exploded. And what was funny was all from the Daily Wire. So it was the same story every time, a link to the same story. I should call Ben and see if he'll come on and talk about it. 
That would be funny to talk to Shapiro about this. He, oh, he'd have a great time on you the need air to with call that. Him. He'd you have need a great time him. on the air with that. Now, yeah, if you don't know Ben, well, you should know Ben. If you listen to my show, you know Shapiro because I was the first radio station in the country that used to have Ben on, and it was when he was 16 years old and he was writing his column for Creation uh, Press at that time. Creation is that what it was called? Creation Press. I don't remember. Creation something, and. Uh, and I and I started having him on because here was this kid that sounded like he was from Ted Max Amateur Hour, but talking politics and was getting right down to the really nitty gritty of politics. And I, I'm just telling you, I can identify talent fast, and I I had no problem. Look, I'm the guy who 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 found Robert Steinbach. All right. And everybody loves Robert now. They like him when he comes on my show. So it's just really, really great stuff. But he uh, he's an amazing character. Ben Shapiro is. I don't know how old Ben is now. He's got to be getting close to 31, 32. He graduated from college at 16. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 16. He's to say he's a Super smart, smart. <laughs> to say he's a s- smart guy is an understatement. I'm just saying understatement. That's one of the reasons that I've missed it the last few years is I like to go to uh, CPAC because Ben and everybody's there, and I always have dinner with Ben when when we can get together because he's just such a an interesting character. And Breitbart, here's what it used to be: it used to be me and and uh, Shapiro and Breitbart and Pollock. And I'm trying to think of who else used to join us. There's another guy, can't think, America First group. I can't think. Charlie Kirk joined us a couple of times, too. That had to be a lively table. Oh, it's hilarious <laughs> to be around those guys. Yeah. You know, it really was. One of my favorite stories about Andrew is we brought him here several times. Uh, Teresa, uh, when she was the head of, uh, was it? Um, Americans America, for Prosperity. America for Prosperity. That was Teresa Oki at yeah. the time. He came. He came in. And was over at the Argenta district. We were over there, and he was talking. And and the group that usually showed up for all this, we would say, were blue hairs. Okay, I mean, it was people that had been we're in their senior citizens, and experienced I, citizens. And I'll never, <laughs> I'll never forget. Andrew was up, and it, this is during the one percent thing. Remember all the the people who were saying the one percenters got all the money and all that. And he was talking about the the people that were there in the park in New York City, and he'd gone to talk to them. And he he said, and he says, and he says they were lice infected and had crabs. <laughs> and <laughs> I bet that went over really all, well. <laughs> all those little ladies, I thought were going to pass out. And he saw their reaction. I know Andrew saw it. I, I could see the twinkle in his eyes, and he yeah, used crabs four times. He mentioned it four times. It was great. He was such a funny guy. That was guy. just like he would do. Yeah. Well, he, he's when he's a guy show. you hear me quote all the time when I say that uh, that uh, politics ho- is dumb. Hollywood is is upstream from politics. Yeah. And and he he was right. Culture is upstream from politics. Yeah. And he was he was the first one who coined that phrase. And it took Republicans a long time to figure it out. But they have figured it out now. I don't know. They figured, yeah. There's, I don't know. there's a lot of movies coming out and stuff now that yeah, are movies. a lot more culture, you know, you know, cultural for our side than there have ever been. In fact, I would even say if you watch the movie that uh, I went over the weekend, I went and saw Quiet Place Two, 
Great movie, by the way. Did you see the first one, Dennis? No, I did not. You're not a movie guy. Anyway, yeah, Quiet Place. I'm really not. Yeah, Me neither. Quiet Place 2 <laughs> was fantastic. It was a great follow-up to the first one, but it it has a lot of things in it. It, it doesn't wear its patriotism on its sleeve or anything like that, but it's there. It's there. It's about time it comes you, back. You see the, you, for instance, you see the people that had gotten on the island and the aliens aren't there. It's just them. And in the middle, in the little camping area, you know how you always build a bonfire in the middle of a camping area like that? The American flag is flying. Nice. See, you don't see, you don't that, see that in, in some woke movie. Mm-mm. That don't come up. That It's always gone. I can't believe that we're fighting over whether they should be flying Black Lives Matters banners at, over our embassies. At U.S. embassies Can you believe world. that? Biden yep. told them they should do it. Yep. It's crazy. And the GOP's filed a bill that says, no, we're no. not going to do it. Stop it. Like that's going to do just, any good. It's but. just crazy. It's idiotic. All right, we got to take a break. Then Dennis Milligan's going to talk to us. And he and I think 11 or 12 other states' treasurers are telling some banks, hold on, buddy. You want our money? Then stop doing what you're doing. We'll tell you what it is. All right, back with you. Dennis Milligan's here. We're going to talk to him in just a second. I just want to remind you about, do you have questions about filing for Social Security? And Dennis could probably talk a little bit about this as well. I'm not going to ask him to, but... Bottom line is, there's more than just saying, yeah, at 65, I want to get my Social Security. There's other things to take into account when you get your Social Security. It may be you should start drawing when you're 62. I'm just telling you. might be a good thing to do. You may want to wait till you're 70. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people that I don't – I'm going to play the odds. I, when, when, when I got to the age, it's, I think I was 66 and a half, I went ahead and took my Social Security – because if I look at the tables, how many years might I live after that time? It was about 10, 12 years, you know? Yes. So I want to get some of my money back before I pass on. So anyway, I started taking my Social Security. It's questions like that you need to, you know, figure out and you need to understand those kinds of questions. And you can by getting a copy of Your Guide to Social Security from David Lucas, 27 pages of, uh, of facts and figures and questions and answers that outlines what you need to know that could help you get even more income when you file for social security get your free booklet now by calling 501-222-3315 especially if you're within five years of filing for social security so take 62 minus five okay uh as a bonus you're also going to get a free customized social security analysis and it pinpoints the optimal time to wring every nickel out of your benefits. Now, I get tired when I hear people say, yeah, it's just another one of those social programs. Different kind of social programs. Uh, people who get, uh, you know, EBT cards, they don't put money into the system out of their paycheck every week because usually they don't have a paycheck, okay? I'm just just being honest with you. And uh, I've paid into Social Security since I was 13 years old that's your money that was my money that is your money that was taking care of the people that were taking social security at the time it's not a lockbox for you it's being used as you pay it and now it's time i hate to tell you this you need to keep working 
so that I can get my Social Security. I agree, it's a Ponzi scheme, but it's the one the government set up, and I want to get my money back, at least for some of the money that I put into it. So I, I don't take kindly to people say, well, you're just on a government, you know, check. Yeah, no. Anyway, pick up the phone, call them right now, 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. That's the number to call. Get that. I mean, it's one thing David Lucas is good at, really good. He's got several things he's good at, but he's good at this because he's got this thing about learning how to retire and all of that, just really good information that you need to know. Now, here's some other good information you need to know. Ever since Dennis Milligan became the treasurer of Arkansas, this state has been making money. I mean, we have. We've been making money. And uh, I don't know whether it was apple or cherry pie, but he didn't need any of that to make (laughs) money. You know? (laughs) Nothing in the pie box, huh? Yeah. Martha, was that her name? Martha, yeah, I have forgotten, but I'll. Is not she out of prison the now? Is she, the did they let her out of prison? Season. They did. Is she baking pies? Yet? I'm yeah, just she... kidding. <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. Hey, Martha, not Stewart. really, Martha but Stewart. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Martha Stewart did it. Went in, and yeah. came out, and is making yeah, more money now than she, she should ever never did. have gone. <laughs> you know, when you have senators making money off of stocks and inside trader information there's nobody else that should go to prison on it john Kerry is a good example of that but anyway dennis welcome to the show and you brought you brought you brought your brain with you too well you know what I, i've saved the easy questions for grant he doesn't look like carl rove though well he's uh, <laughs> let me tell you he's a even though he's a tech uh texas tech grad he's pretty sharp it's all and, right and, you know, you spoke earlier of some of the successes. Uh, we've averaged about $68 million a year in interest since we Whoa. were our administration. The previous 10 years before uh, Check this out. we came in. Ten years board, before, how much they make? They averaged about 18 There you go. Whoa. Whoa. There you go. So, again. Peter very, Principal at work. Well, <laughs> and that was one of the promises wow. we made our Kansans uh, very quickly. The other one was that we would be completely transparent. you done so that. Now, so now you can go online uh, to our website and, and see all your investments, what they're bringing, what uh, rates return when they mature. And, of course, the, the third and the is, is a no-gifts policy. We simply said there's no reason for anybody to be giving me or any of my staff any gifts. No, wait a second. You didn't That's turn down me. my $10. Oh, I'm just oh, kidding. Oh. <laughs> I, that's a joke. Now that is a joke. Well, we just set that in play, and again, it's it's something we've lived by, and and uh, and you've so, lived well, you know, by the the things that you've set up for your treasurer's office. And let me just say one other thing about uh, about Dennis. When anything negative came up, and there were things that came up, he was attacked left and right when he first took over. Because Democrats didn't like it when they lost power. All right, so they're attacking him left and right. You know what he did? When I'd call and say, you want to come on and talk about this? And he'd say, yes. You never, you never ducked. You always stood up and answered the questions. And I highly, highly uh, 
really do respect you for that. Well, I appreciate that. But again, I shot myself in the uh, let, let me also say yeah, there was a time I, you I, shot yourself I, in the foot. I, I did things coming out of the private sector, especially running my own small business, Dave. Uh, there's a mentality of, look, I mean, it's it's all about profit and loss. It's all about yeah, making decisions. Always. It's not spending uh, you know, three weeks to make a, a, a 30 second decision. Yeah. And you so, talk to 30 other people and yeah, everybody and, has to consult. And so I had to really learn uh, uh, to be a little more patient about things. We achieve the things, but patience is a virtue. Here's what I say. You got to learn how to play the game and whether people want to believe this or not, there's people, it's a game to them. It is just the way it is, well, and, and it's sad, I, but it is the, the truth. The bottom line for our administration is results matter. As a state of Arkansas, and, right? And I simply say, <laughs> we have a record. Go look at the record. Yep. Prayerfully, it'll, it'll please you. Yeah. And it should. 277% increase. I'd say that's something to brag about. Yeah. For just about every about 10 oh, years. Yeah. All right. That's it's amazing. Absolutely. Well, we've been able to use that money. Uh, certainly, the governor and the legislature, uh, with respect to infrastructure, with roads, uh, saving uh, ready to help during COVID 19. Well, it helped. We're well, in much better shape than a lot of states are. We are. We're better shape than New York is. Uh, let, let me take this <laughs> 10 second. Yeah. I was ahead. bragging to a guy one day about our successes. And you're talking about get set straight. He said, Dennis, I appreciate that. But I'm not necessarily impressed. That That's what I voted for you for. Well, all sure. you're do, all do what you're, you're supposed to all do. All you're doing is the job that I voted for you to do. That's right. And I'll tell you what, uh, all I got to do when I get the big is come back to that one right there. <laughs> you did what they elected you to. It's what the people wanted from you. Okay. But it's refreshing to have someone who is doing the job, given what we've had in the past. Well, again. And that's you, worthwhile. You humble me, and I, I thank you very much for that. Cherry or apple. That's all I'll say. <laughs> all right. Bottom line. Schaffner. Name that will go down in infamy, as far as I'm concerned, or should. All right. They when they busted her, they were delivering pies to her house with money in the boxes. Now, folks, that's that's unbelievable graft. It's pathetic. All right. And it was going on in other places too. And some people resigned before they get taken to court. And real quick, for kudos for the whistleblowers that brought all that to light. Yeah. They did their job too. Job too. All right. So, Mr. Treasurer, I like saying that. Yeah. Mr. Treasurer, got a question for you. There's some banks in America that have been listening to uh, John Kerry. You know, John Kerry knows everything except how to windsurf, and he says to us that uh, we shouldn't be doing business with banks that support the fossil fuel industry. We're going to start. And you said. Bully. No, you said, I, I disagree with that. And so have other treasurers that are here in the States. What's going on with that? Well, first of all, there is a, a timeline in March of 2021. Kerry reported in Politico as having met with banking and investment firms and actually bullying or pressuring them uh, to adopt Biden's climate proposal. Mm-hmm. So... 
uh, that that it in itself is uh, uh, is very offending to me. Um, he's quoted as saying during a meeting of the International Monetary Fund that the president will include in his climate executive order a change allocation of capital. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, which means give that to us in everyday <laughs> speak. Well, I brought Grant along. Okay, he Grant. studied this with me. Grant, I'm going to let you have a little bit of air time to, to help us understand the change of allocation of yeah, capital. You're sitting here. Instead of the government investing in fossil fuel energies or in continuing to make us an energy-independent country, we're now going to shift that over to you know Green New Deal-type energy uh, efforts and, and really – Algae kind of, research. Exactly, and, and wind farms and, and those kind of things. Uh, that, you, you know, really the private sector it should be making those decisions. Government shouldn't be picking. That's correct. All right. So so, so Senate Republicans uh, sent a letter to Kerry uh, that was led by Senator Toomey. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, From what, Pennsylvania? Mm-hmm. Okay. And warning to stop pressuring the banks about this. Uh, so we chimed in when I say we myself and 14 other treasurer of states, and we sent Kerry a letter telling him to back off that this is not the, uh, this is not the climate, if you will. Well, that's not, to, the, that's not the capitalist way. Well, that's exactly right. And, uh, again, uh, right here in Arkansas, we have such a, a strong oil and natural gas uh, industry. Uh, you know, the Keystone Pop, I mean, we've lost jobs. We've lost uh, uh uh, income taxes, uh, ability for people to make a living and what they're trying. So you know the story there, Dave. So uh, I, I'm just opposed to any efforts that seek to implement uh, command and control economic policies of socialism and in the free market economy that has made us the greatest economic power in the world. So you told the banks what? Well, our conversations, and again, Grant, I want you to chime in, uh, is that uh, uh, we we are opposed to anything, and don't be bullied. If if you want to make it, a, a private sector entity can make whatever decision they want to make, but they need to be able to make that on their own and then stand uh, behind that. Is that right, Grant? Yeah, and it's simply, you know, push back on those efforts. Let's tell the administration, quit trying to push your socialist agenda on everybody and and allow the free market, which has proven itself time and time again, to do what it does best, to innovate, to create solutions to problems that are out there uh, rather than uh, create problems to solutions, uh, which the government does. Yeah, and they do a real good job of of doing that. Just something closer to home. I'm responsible, Dave, as your treasurer. I invest $5 billion of Arkansas's money. Uh, we do, on average, about $70 million a day here with the banks and, and, and flow in and out. Bigger and, than my bank account. And Well, not, not, not by much. Uh, but, uh, it, you know, it's, it's not abstract ideas. It, it, it directly impacts everyday uh, people's lives. And uh, from my perspective, we're always going to act in the best interest of our people. So uh, regardless of what uh, is happening, but we we definitely have taken a stand here. Uh, You were speaking earlier with the military, with Kerry, and I I think, Grant, what we were talking – there were 
two tweets out. Biden sent out a tweet this weekend that said, y'all stay cool. And then uh, Kamala, how do you pronounce her name? Harris. Vice President Harris. Vice President Harris. Yeah, let me just say that. Okay. She sent out a tweet that said, y'all have a good long weekend. Not one mention of what the purpose of this weekend was. That was deliberate on her part. That was a deliberate thing. No, that's sec- a deliberate on his. That's a deliberate Whoever did snub. it for the president, that's a, that's a deliberate well, thing. That you know, was the not sacrifice. Uh, you know, so we don't have to get into Disgusting. that. All right. We're going to come back. We'll finish up our conversation with Treasurer in a moment. Elizabeth is here. I forgot to tell you that, that female voice you're hearing, Elizabeth Sotolara, is here as well. Bible guys are in the wings waiting to come on. And uh, a quick congratulations to the Ladybacks, who, though they lost the Super Regional, they had a fantastic season in fast pitch softball this year. Ranked sixth in the nation. Congratulations on a fantastic season. And hurrah to the uh, the great team that we've got up there with Dave Van Horn in baseball. Uh, they won the SEC tournament on uh, Sunday. Knocking off Tennessee seven to two. I watched that game on television. I hope you got to catch a little bit of it. it was a great, great uh, game and a fantastic win. Now on to Omaha, and let's uh, try to win a national championship here for Arkansas in baseball. A break, and then we got more coming your way. Don't forget about East End Towing. They're out, ready to help you out. You need a tow. Here's the number to call: five zero one eight 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 eighty eight forty nine. That's 501-888-8849. No matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it. They have all the answers. Uh, They belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured. And their tow operation and every truck is permitted and uh, meets standards as well for the state. That's East End Towing. The number again, 501-888-8849. Yeah, we just talking during the break that John Kerry ain't worried about his carbon footprint. He's got like five or six homes with his his wife, what Teresa Hines is her name, and the yes, ketchup magnet, the, the special Hines company behind the ketchup. That's correct. All that money, which is amazing. I wonder what her, I don't know, that would be her grandfather or great grandfather, but what he would think was what he went through to get the Hines ketchup company going and. And and I I watched that story on about uh, the men who made you know America great and they doing it with food the food empires that mm-hmm. dude you talk about somebody who had some cojones he had some cojones okay yeah. and and he became successful today if he did the, what he's doing now you know the woke culture would be trying to cancel oh. him I'm just telling you it's exactly what we well on. and and Dave you bring up a great point Ed, and. Grant also uh, reminded me, government should not be picking winners and losers, uh, nor should uh, we be forcing the private sector to enact one's own political agenda. We're democracy for a reason. Debate and deliberation of laws is a critical facet of our government. Otherwise, we'd be a dictatorship. That's right. So Congress is where issues and directives should be debated and decided, not by executive order. And what's there, 47 executive orders? Yeah, three months, 47. First Even day before, he, before he yeah, was elected, day. he yeah. said, 
when you govern by executive orders, you're, you stand on the edge of dictatorship. And then what does he do? He signs more than any other and president right ever. Up to the edge. <laughs> well, and if you saw the video one day, he actually was whispering in the, what, what am I signing? Yeah. And the lady said, just sign it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. It's like he was. Just sign it. Yes. But bullying, uh, cancel culture, and woke politics. Uh, you know, I think we all agree it's not what this country's about. Okay, so with that whole thing, what you're talking about, yeah. between, I think you said, 15 other states have joined Arkansas, so 16 of us? No, four, uh, 15. 14, Plus, 15, yes. okay. 15 total. So, so how much money? I, I read something like $600 to $700 billion, is that right? That sounds about right. Between, billion yeah. like B with a boy. Yeah. Like yeah. B Between boy. the states, I mean, you had Arizona sign on, Pennsylvania sign on. You've got some big states that are joining us in this effort. So yeah. wow, we're, we're making a noise. You know, I think managing $5 billion is such a a, a, a pressure on my shoulders. But, you know, we're, we're a very small, small, poor state. And uh, so uh, there's a lot of money involved. Could here. have been a lot poorer. Could have been. Could have been managing for apple and cherry pies, but well, you weren't. Well, again, uh, I'm thankful to Arkansans for allowing me to serve. It's truly an honor, and uh, it's something that uh, just a old Southwest Little Rock boy uh, uh, never envisioned that he would have this opportunity. All right, so you're you're coming to the end of your time as treasurer. I am. All right. Is is that what your greatest you know, accomplishment has been is how much money you have generated for the state of Arkansas, do you think? Well, th- that's always a focal point. But, Dave, we've more than doubled our Arkansas 529 college gift plan. When I started out, we were at about $538 million. Now we're at $1.2 billion. That's education money for Arkansans. Mm-hmm. So uh, there have been a number of things. That might be enough for one semester if they keep going the way they are. Well, I, I'm awful proud of that program. I mean, they keep running this thing about, you know, drag dancers and stuff. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> you woke me up this morning. I can tell you. There you go. <laughs> he has a habit of doing that in this hour. Anyway, anyway. Grant, thanks for coming by. It's been, I hadn't seen you in a couple of years. It's been going good up there? Yes, yeah, going good. All right. You, you glad that you will be able to walk around the Capitol building without a mask? It's nice to be back to <laughs> How about you, Treasure? Are you happy? Absolutely. I'm very happy. Well, we, we're thankful for you coming in. And by the way, say hello to Eugene Bell. He's a friend of mine, and he uh, loves you, Dave. He, he said, that's my show. And I said, well, da- uh, Eugene, I'll give you a shout-out this morning. So good morning, Eugene Bell. All right. Good Eugene, morning, I hope Eugene. I didn't make you spit out your coffee when I talked about <laughs> the drag queens. All right. All right. Let's take a break. Bible Guys are up next. back to the Dave Ellswick show and when the music turns to those type of lyrics that means that the Bible guys are in the studio and uh, Billy is here as well as Scott Scott of course pastor over uh, at Agape Church 
uh, here in West Little Rock. Always good to have him with us. Steve won't be here today. Uh, I was asking Billy where did he go for vacation. He said he went to Florida. That's right. Is he on the Panhandle? Is that where he's at? Uh, they had two or three destinations that were okay. going to get in. in were they like going to Orlando? Period. So uh, I believe they were going yeah, to Yeah, you got to go to Orlando. They actually show pictures of uh, Disney World with nobody with a mask on. Really? really? Yeah. The horror. Yeah. Nobody with a mask on. That's amazing. And over at uh, Universal <clears throat> Studios, all of the uh, hotels are 100% open again. Really? Excellent. Excellent. Great. Best hotel bar none, I think, at Universal Studios is Portofino Bay. I love that place. Mm. Yeah. It's a really nice place. But I I got a great story for you on that. I used to drive a beater van. I mean, a beater van. You know, I'd be driving (laughs) down the highway and it'd be smoking kind of Mm. stuff, you know. (laughs) And you'd stop and it would go... (laughs) When it would stop... And I, I pulled up in front of Portofino Bay in that, and the guy that the uh, uh, what's the guy's name that parks your car, the valet, valet mm-hmm. comes out, and I hand him the keys, and he goes, "Will it make it to the parking <laughs> place?" And it was good that he asked. It, it was a good thing, but I I, I, I got uh, a really good deal, and I stayed in the presidential suite. Oh wow. You know, where Bill Clinton had stayed in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was great. So you're driving the beater. Yeah. Staying in the presidential and, suite. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of money at that point. And I, I'm sitting there and uh, the lady comes by and she goes, would you like us to turn down your bed for you? Mm-hmm. Well, here's, here's what I know. All right. If they turn down your bed, they want at least a 10 spot. Mm-hmm. All right. right. Yeah. So not only would they turn my bed down, but they're going to end up turning down. I had at that time three of my kids with me. Uh-huh. Right. And they're going to turn them. You no, know, so I'm thinking 40 bucks. I go, that's no, that's okay. You, know, <laughs> you, know, you don't have to. That's not that I don't want to pay them. It's right. a matter I couldn't pay yeah, them. Right. Yeah. You know, this is one of those places where you get ready to go to bed at night uh-huh. and it's you got one of those Andre mints on your yeah. pillow. Oh, right? yeah. That kind of stuff, oh, you right. know. Yeah. And I didn't have that kind of that kind of money. And I remember uh, they, they had it so the kids could play video games mm-hmm. and stuff. But it was X amount of dollars per hour. Per hour and yeah. I told my kids, no. <laughs> I brought you to Disney World. I've done that. Look, I'm, you're at Universal Studios, all right? That's the key. I mean, I always tell my wife, if I got the money, I don't mind spending it. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a, a skin flint by mm-hmm. any me- measure. Uh, but I won't spend a lot of money that I don't have. Because sure, right. I did that one time in my life. And it got me an all kinds yeah. of problems yep, yep, yep. just let you know my dad just teaches me you don't buy anything unless you can pay for it yep yeah and so that's the way that i yeah but i did but I, I bought a house and I well, well, that, that's yeah. obviously an exception <laughs> to the rule but uh, for the most part anyway yeah. my father didn't pay a car payment ever ever yeah and yeah. uh when i was a very young man i, I like the very first vehicle I bought, I went and bought a brand new vehicle. But beyond that, I don't know that I've ever had a car payment. So, what was the vehicle you bought? I went and uh, bought uh, a. Let me guess, a Gremlin a Pacer. No, no, I went and bought an F one fifty. So, <laughs> an F one fifty. I mean, you yeah. brought a Gremlin. You know, that, 
haven't been a Billy. You're, no. kind, of a, you're kind of a hatchback type I, guy. Well, looking. I had one, but <laughs> I didn't go buy that brand new. So. so anyway, it's good to have the Bible guys back in the studio. Did you gentlemen enjoy your Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, Indeed. I really did. I really did. really enjoyed my time. On Sunday, did you take a moment to pray for those who had given their lives for their country? Well, we certainly did honor them, yeah. You have a have a lot of people stand up. To, have any of you yeah. had people who lost their lives in a war? No, I've had family members who fought in wars, but I've not had anyone lost. Praise God for that. Yeah, but, yeah we, uh, we've had people in my family have died. Um, I had a, a uncle who was, he was a helicopter pilot, and he was shot down. And then when they were evacuating the site, he, his buddy stepped on a landmine, and he was right next to oh. him. So... Um, double injured there, but um, did his buddy disappear? His his buddy disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, 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 I was watching yesterday war movies. I was telling you about that, Billy. And TMC has their Memorial Day mm-hmm. remembrance, and they play all the great ones. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, when I went to bed, I had to really pull myself away from TV because mm-hmm. it was Clark Gable and Burt Lancaster and Run Silent, Run Deep, oh, which wow. I think. Beside, besides Das Boot is probably the greatest submarine movie ever made. Wow. Such a great movie. Have you, did you see what they, uh, you know, uh, you know Normandy, so the, the French, yeah. there's 9,300 and some odd of our boys that died there. Yeah. And every Memorial Day, the French go out. You know that there, there's these white marble crosses, mm-hmm. and their names mm-hmm. are carved in them, but they're but they're carved in, but there's but they're not actually there's no color in them, so uh-huh. it's just it's just right. white. Right. And the French, um, I don't know if it's the government or if it's the people, but they go out and they take on all nine thousand three hundred, they take a handful of sand and they wipe it, rub it into the name in the names, and they take a sponge and they wipe it off so all the names and dates stand out, stand out, and they do that on all nine thousand. You know they wow. gave that land. To the United States, mm-hmm. right, right. so that land actually belongs to the U.S. where our where our boys uh, died. You can imagine the French honoring our people that much. Then you go to our universities and they say, "I'm not celebrating right. Memorial Day. No. And America is a terrible place." And you're like, you know what? Um, you better think twice before sending your kids to a place. Like I would that. think so. Now, we were talking about U of A. Did you see what they spent like eleven thousand dollars on? No. Well, they they did uh, drag queen presentation for the students eleven thousand dollars yeah eleven thousand dollars and then they came out and say we're going to raise tuition again i'm just saying yeah whoever did that should lose their job absolutely tenure or not yeah they need to lose their job absolutely need to be losing their job incredible all right question for you guys Mm -hmm. dear bible guys i'm wondering if you think the situation in the middle east will ever get resolved what would you do to solve it if it was up to you? And I was wondering what Dave might do from a geopolitical perspective. You know what I think? I think we could make a really big mirror of that area. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> – I'll stop right there. I'm just I'm, – I'm joking. Okay, I'm joking. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the what do you think, that, Billy? The short answer to that is no, it's not going to be resolved. Um, this is – um, one of the defining things that causes Messiah to return. Mm. Um, it, it is fixing this very situation. Um, you have to understand that God is in part of the business that God is in is giving man the opportunity 
to do things that we think we can do. Uh, there, it is the reason that we've had all of these different forms of government and that every every form of government has failed uh, throughout history, that God has said, you, you said you could rule yourselves, fine, go for it. And when it finally all fails and you will admit that you're incapable of doing that, then I'll come back and fix it. Um, there is a, a common phrase, um, uh, Messiah will fix it when he comes. Um, mm-hmm. And this is, this is one of those things. There, there is no resolution here until Messiah comes, and that will only be... Uh, by force and brutality and a significant amount of blood. So, Yeah, yeah I would agree. I, I think that w- the problem with the Middle East is always going to be with us. I, I think, quite honestly, if if someone is just objectively looking at, um, you know, if they're wondering, is Israel, I mean, I, I, just from a, just from a, a, um, a, um, a faith perspective, uh, if you're out there and you're thinking, you know, is Israel really that significant? Are you kidding? The entire world focuses on a piece of land the size of New Hampshire, right. and they can't get their eyes off. If you want to look at just the evidence that the Bible is true, yep. just think about that. God said that the, the Jerusalem would be a cup of trembling for all the nations. It, it, it tells us very clearly that the, Israel will be the focus of the entire planet, and right. that's exactly right. what it is. I don't know if you saw this or not, but the United Nations... Uh, Security Council voted to investigate uh, Israel's um, crimes and what it's done in this past yeah. incursion. But not yeah. just that, but they they voted to investigate Israel perpetually. In other words, that what they voted on was to investigate Israel forever. Yeah, yeah, for, just forever. Not 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 China. Not. Not uh, you know uh, Vietnam, not any, not the Palestinian Authority, not uh, Egypt, but Israel. Yeah. Uh, so no, the um, it will be solved when Messiah um, returns. But I do believe the question is, what would I do? What I would do is I would um, I would look at uh, Netanyahu and I would say, deal with it the way you believe you should deal with it, and I'll support you in whatever it is that you think that you need to do. I mean. Would we want other nations telling us right, how right. to deal with nine eleven? Would we want other nations telling us how to deal with World War Two or World War One or yeah. any? Of, no, we wouldn't. We would we would stick our finger in their eye if they came to tell us how to do that. And so we're hypocrites. We expect Israel to do what we would never do. So um, I would say um, just tell them do what you got to do, okay. and and they would fix it. I mean, if we just yeah. they would fix yeah. it in that sense. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think they could even fix it. Well, they would, they would do a lot better than what's happening right no, now. I agree. It, would, it would still never be fixed until Messiah comes because the animosity is always going to be there until he comes and with the rod of iron and, yep. and deals with it. Here's what I'll remind you. It isn't about land. Yeah. Right, right. It's about, it's about genocide. religion. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's about genocide. Right. It's, it's about, about truth and untruth. That's right. That's what it's about. And what do I think about it geopolitically? You can't fix stupid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, you just can't fix stupid. Look, Palestinians have been stupid, and if you're a Palestinian supporter, they've been stupid. And if you've read any kind of history, you know they've been stupid. They have they have turned down their own country five times. Mm-hmm. Five times because the world wouldn't get rid of Israel. I mean, what was it? Wasn't it um, 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 Arafat and Barak and Clinton... And they at Camp David. At Camp David. And they offered them their own nation with East Jerusalem as their capital, everything they wanted, every – and the, the it was only like a scintilla of percent. And what they couldn't offer them, they offered them somewhere else, 
And he's, Arafat said no, walked away, and then started the second Antifada. Yeah. They had a chance. They've always had chances. Clinton said that Arafat said no to everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. Let's do that. St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. You want to get your home totally clean? I always like to mention after a holiday, you've all you had your family come tromping through your house and everything, and people were outside, and there's probably stuff in your house that you didn't really want in your house. Bottom line, get it clean with St. Clarity Residential Cleaning and get it deep cleaned. I mean, four or five hours of cleaning in your house so that, you know, you can smell the clean when you walk in your home. Now, typically... A house of about 2,500 square foot is going to cost you 300 bucks uh, to have uh, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning do the job for you, uh, but not if you listen to the Dave Ellswick Show and not if you call 404-6560 because we'll give you a 50% off uh, discount on that. Only cost you 150 bucks. Now, five hours of work at $150, that's a good deal. It really is. That's, that's just plain a flat good deal. So if you want some cleanliness around your house uh, and you want it done right, it's St. Clarity Residential Cleaning, 404-6560 is the number to call to get your 50% off today. All right, Bible guys are here. If you've got a question, 823 823-0965, the outside the area code 501. So if that's for, for you who listen on the Internet. And uh, if you want to argue with us about uh, Israel, you can, you know, feel free to call in and call me a Zionist. And let me just point that I've got the Israeli flag flying here in my studio <laughs> because, yes, I am a Zionist. I, uh, I, I'm a, I'm a Gentile. What, what, what's the word for Gentile in Hebrew? Goy. A goy. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm a goy. All right, but uh, I'm a goy born in the blood of jesus christ so i've been grafted into the vine of judaism just just put it that way all right dear bible guys and dave wondering if the bible guys celebrate secular holidays we just celebrated memorial day and the fourth of july is coming soon are holidays like these a problem for them or biblically if I'm not mistaken, some groups like Jehovah's witnesses and mormons don't celebrate certain secular holidays not that I am implying that the Bible guys are like them, but I do think they may have some objections. Okay. Um, well, um, we celebrated Memorial Day. Yep. Uh, that's not uh, a certain not a problem. I mean, Steve served in the military for mm-hmm. how long? And, of course, uh, Mr. Dave did. Uh, well, if we just... Um, if we just maybe start in January and walk our way through the holidays, what about what about doing something like that? You good with that? Sure. sure. Okay. Um, in general, just to say, uh, no, I don't have a problem celebrating um, secular holidays as long as those holidays don't conflict with uh, God's command. Right. Uh, so, um, for example, we just celebrated Memorial Day. I was happy to celebrate uh, that and to, to thank the uh, those who gave the. Ultimate. They're alive and paid their ultimate price for the for our freedom. Not a problem. Um, so if we just start off with the beginning of the year, and um, I I don't I, myself I don't celebrate um, um, New Year's Day in the sense that it's done. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of tradition in churches where they have what they call watch night services right. where they kind of pray in the new year and so forth. Uh, I personally don't put uh, I don't celebrate it that way um, simply because. 
Um, the new year as we have it was not given to us until Pope Gregory uh, did that in the 1500s. Um, so for me, uh, our church, we celebrate the new year uh, typically in um, April, uh, March, April, depending on when the calendar falls, um, because the Bible says um, that the first day of the month of Nisan, which is actually the uh, two weeks before um, Passover, he said, is the beginning of uh, Muncie. Now, some people will say it's uh, in September. It's a rabbinic thing. Um, but so for me, um, I don't have, I mean, obviously the calendar turns over and secularly we use that, but I don't celebrate that one. Yeah. I had, there, there have been some occasions when I was a kid when mm-hmm. we did that, but I don't know that I've ever been a part of any uh, faith tradition that, that particularly did that. Um, so we, we don't today. And I don't know that I ever have, um, mm-hmm. I was trying to think while you were talking and I just, I can remember maybe one or two when I was very young, but I'm not even sure those were. Not even sure those were New Year. It might have been some other event that we were yeah. doing a, a watch night sort of service. I mean, for. you're not going to you're not going to uh, hurt yourself by spending uh, a night in right, prayer right. and worship, you know, for the new for you know for a day to turn over, so that you're you're not going to do yourself any harm doing that. But you know, the question being, secular New Year's is a secular thing. It's not it's not biblical. The Bible would say that the holiday of the New Year is at a different uh, time. As a matter of fact, our calendars um, used to. Um, all, you know, there was a whole bunch of, as a matter of fact, I think there's like 14 different calendars in the world right now. Yeah. I think in Japan, it's the year 25. Yeah. What is it in, in China? Yeah. Uh, China, it's, um, um, was it five? I don't know. It's in the thousands. I mean, uh, what year is it? Is it a rat, your goat? Oh, what? that, oh, that, yeah. They use animals, but they yeah. also have, uh, years. I think in Ethiopia, I think it's like, uh, 1990. Three or something. Uh, why don't you, can you check that? I don't have my phone. Sure. Uh, what what years in Ethiopia? So there's lots of calendars in the world. So then the question would be, well, which one is right? You know, we have something called the Chinese New Year, and the world looks at that. Well, that's not our our New Year. And no. So so if all these different calendars and all these different uh, places have different New Years, how do you know what's the real one? Well, you go to the Word, and God gives us uh, God gives us that. So. Again, I don't have any problem celebrating a secular uh, holiday, but I, if there's one that is going to conflict with the scripture, I would go with uh, go with that. You got it, Billy? I mean, uh, uh, the, 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 what year is it in Ethiopia? Ethiopia is uh, seven years behind, so it's the, 2014 there, right? 2014 there right now, right. So, so um, yeah. So you, you want to walk through the, the calendars, the, the holidays? Day, yeah, we'll do it when we come back. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're, we're working on... Uh, but the calendar that Julius Caesar gave us, aren't we? Uh, Gregorian now. Gregorian. Oh, is it there Gregorian? Was, there was the Julian calendar, uh, but but then they but then they changed Gregory it to the fifteen hundreds. Yeah. Uh, Gregory changed that, and also I'll go ahead and mention that the whole uh, month of January is comes from the god Janus, Janus and it's a picture of a human head with two faces, one looking in the past and one looking in the future. And what do most churches do in January 1st? They say, let's reflect on the year that's been and look at the year that's, right. that's ahead. So it's very much uh, uh, comes out of that um, that time frame. Yeah, out of Roman mythology, a yeah. lot of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you look at, you know, all the different months of the year, and they're named after basically Roman gods. Yep. Yeah, or Caesars. Yeah. 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 That's the bottom line. August is for Augustus Caesar. Mm-hmm. July is for Julius Caesar and so forth. October, Octavian. I kind of like Julius Caesar. Some people don't like him. I kind of liked him. At two you know? Brutus. Yeah. 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 That was a bad way to go. At two Brutus. <laughs> yeah. Well, bottom line, you know, when you're the top of the pole, everybody's gunning yeah, for you. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, Brutus was a was a coward. 
Yeah. Really was. He wouldn't do it until all his buddies pushed him into it. Right. Yeah. As Joe Sosha, don't be listening to the crowd, man. <laughs> Get you in trouble. He ended up falling on his sword later on. Boy, yeah. Just letting you know. All right. We've got uh, Rush coming up, and then we'll be back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Bible guys are here. We're going to talk more about holidays when we return. And uh, if you got a question, 823-0965, right here at 101. All right, back with you. Don't forget about P.I. Roofing. P.I. Roofing will take care of the last defense that you have against the elements. Uh, with the last four or five days of dry weather, we had probably a good day somewhere in there to have them come out and look at your roof to make sure you didn't have a problem because today, by the time it gets to be about midnight, we will have had over an inch and a half of rain probably. Ooh. We're going to get a lot of rain today. And uh, so, you know, if you see discoloration, don't ignore it. You see discoloration on your ceiling or you see a little bit of water at the baseboards, mm-mm. call PI Roofing, 707-3551. That's 707-3551. And uh, they'll come out and find that uh, leak for you or you can follow them online at piroofing.com uh, so keep that in mind it's the only roofing company i use and in the 20 years it's not, has it been 20 years now since i had no no it's only been uh 19 years that i've had my house and cabin so for the 19 years that i've owned my home i have used pi roofing when I was living over at Pleasant Valley Apartments, I didn't use P.I. Roofing. So you were, in, you were in Little Rock before you moved to yeah. Cabot? Yeah, I lived over there in, uh, uh, in uh, what is it, Pleasant Ridge Town oh, yeah. Homes over yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I lived I lived there. I'm glad I don't live there now, over there by the huge shopping center extravaganza that they've got. The right. traffic's got to be incredibly yeah. bad around that area. Yeah, for sure. You know? For sure, yeah. I was there when Delta built their bank there, and they finally put a light on the road so you could pull out on highway 10 there you go on the side road <laughs> and, uh, but without worrying about your life yeah you right. know uh, there so anyway that's something to, to keep in mind got uh 737 about 23 minutes until eight o'clock we've been talking with the bible guys somebody asked a question secular holidays uh do you celebrate them well let's just start we started with new year's day all right next kind of holiday would be valentine's day would that be not be kind of the the next one everybody thinks about yeah Yeah. it's valentine's day it's a it's a big money maker in uh in america and i think that that might be at the at the at the bed the bedrock of a lot of secular holidays is what else can we come up with to uh to make some money you know with valentine's day to sell flowers and sell chocolate yeah 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 yeah. um i don't celebrate um valentine's day myself i don't know if you do my wife insists that i I celebrate seriously though valentine's was um my wife refused to even go on a first date with me for two and a half years but it was a valentine's day that finally made that first date happen so right right we celebrate celebrate i'll say this i I may give my wife a a card but there's not a an official you know going out and doing stuff like that and things like that so i guess in some way i'm uh i do do that now when you go back to um, you know, it's it comes from a religious uh, position. Yep, it was a Saint Saint Val was it Valentine or something to that effect. And so, um, however, I think there may be some um, some particular origins to the little uh, 
little guy flying around wearing a yeah, diaper that yeah. is not necessarily a wholesome. Cupid. Uh, yeah, Cupid. I think he's got some. Uh, I think Cupid is actually goes back to uh, Babylon, where it's related to um, um, a woman named Semiramis. I don't remember. I, I'm a little sketchy on my uh, my Valentine origin uh, development, yeah. but but not not so much. What about a you, lot, Dave? A lot yeah. of this stuff. A lot of pagan kind of background in yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, and I, even a lot of our religious holidays get pagan, you know, sloshed in the yeah. back somewhere. So. Yeah. Well, that happened because of Constantine. Yeah. A lot of it, yeah. yeah. I mean, he just shook all the all the pagans in with the Christians, said, okay, you're Christians now, right. and shook it around, and you know, keep some of your pagan beliefs and bring them, and uh, the, the Christians embrace some of the yeah. stuff. What about you, Dave? Do you celebrate uh, Valentine's Day? I take my wife out to dinner, something yeah. like that. I mean, it... it Look, I don't believe that there's a baby flying around with a bow and arrow. You don't, you know? right? I don't. I don't buy that. I think that you know the mythology and all that. I'm not into, but I I'm definitely into you know showing her that I love her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I do it. You ever notice it? Pretty much is like the the guys for the girls. There's not a lot of uh, right. You know, they'll come on buy your buy your uh, your sweetheart this. Yeah, and let that. me it's let all me give geared you, towards the guys. Let me give you a really good <laughs> idea about this. All right. Mother's Day comes up, and they we just gush over our mothers. Yeah. Then Father's Day comes up and say, "You guys suck." Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Isn't that not true? It is true. Well, and there's a move now, uh, tearing down the patriarchy to get rid of Father's Day. Keep yeah. Mother's Day. What did you hear that was it? Yeah, I, I've I've kept my wife under my thumb. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, Dave. You know, um, I think it was uh, was a Pelosi in, in the libs in um, in D.C. and they the Wokers. Yeah, the Wokers. They came up with they, they called they decided to instead of Mother's Day they called it Birthing Person's Birth, Day. Person's Day. Yeah. <clears throat> Amazing. Ugh. We're beyond. Stupid. That's why I say you can't fix stupid. That's right. I mean, I, I'm just. I mean, I, mean, I tell that, that to people now all the time because I don't know what else to say when you're saying a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. Yeah. You can't fix stupid. And these are the well, same people who are saying you need to follow the science and climate control. Right. I mean, they're but they don't follow. It's just the. It's the, an, the hypocrisy is just no, sure. It's an opportunity to distract because mm. they're up to things that if if you weren't completely Real distracted stuff. by the stupid, yeah, you would actually be observing what they're doing, like the voting so, bill, right? So yeah. let's let's keep you busy and outraged with stupid, uh, so that you you know watch watch my left hand while I do what I need to do over here with my right mm-hmm. hand, right? Yeah. Um, it's it's all nothing about to see over there. Right. Yeah. It's all yeah. About distraction. <laughs> and what's truth. what's really mm. irritating about that is that nearly half this country believes that the distraction is the truth it's mm-hmm. like look you, you people need to wake up you people I mean, need to wake up I mean, and look around do you think Billy, that this, you can't fix yeah. stupid but do you think that this the this idiocy and this uh, foolishness um it is going to um cause people to as far as uh, the house is it going to cause the the dims to lose oh yeah that the, historically i i yeah. think you could have made that that prediction, but they're not helping themselves. No, at all. I don't think they've helped themselves with the way they've been talking about Israel. No, they haven't. All the right. only place they've helped themselves is learning how to even better manipulate voting machines. We we have some evidence of that. So mm-hmm. uh, they're doing a they're doing an even better job of cheating these days. So I'm going to be interested on that whole Arizona thing about yeah, what yeah. else coming out. There's some interesting things being reported about. This is that. this forensic study that yeah. was uh, was put out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. some of the evidence there is damning. So is it? Uh, where it's you know, 
oh, you, there are no audit logs on this machine. Well, yeah, it turns out there are. And when we went and looked at them, y'all did some hinky things. Y'all mm-hmm. reset some counters. Y'all flushed some memory out. Y'all reset a date at one occasion. Why are you setting the date back to put it back in the voting window unless you're doing something yep. untoward? Yeah. So, All you need is one piece of evidence to say right. you know you, you have to throw out that particular machine or whatever it is that they're they're going to do but i know i do i do think that they've almost pushed things so far that now people are like you people are you know you just um yeah you've You're lost bonkers. it you've lost it yeah so you can look to, at this in two different ways it could be that uh the democrats knew they'd only hold yeah for two years. the white house for four years and uh, they're only going to be able to hold on to the house for two so why don't we flush out some of this wokeness crap by letting them lose the house big. Yeah. So now we can say, sit down and shut up. Now, I, I got a lot of different thoughts about some of this yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, I Pelosi said two years ago it was the last time she'd run. Oh, really? Yeah. Last time. She knows it. She, yeah. Riding's on the wall for her. Yeah. Her time has come to an end. Yeah. I saw, what was the movie I was watching yesterday? Oh, doggone it. Um, I forget what movie it is now, but the two guys talking, and one guy looks at the other guy and says, you know, I was given really great advice that everything comes to an end. Yep. Everything. Our lives come to an end. Yep. And then he looks at this guy who has been playing kind of God with with uh, decisions that he's made with spies and stuff. And he goes, and, you know, you need to remember that your time of sitting in that chair is going to come to an end. Mm. And I thought that was, that, that's, that was well written. Yeah. I should have watched to see who read, wrote the script. But yeah. that's some insightful things mm. that's. That, that you can pull out a movie. See, Paul understood that. Yeah. yeah. There's truth even in untruth sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why he read all of the philosophers and yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Paul sat down, I'm sure, and read Socrates. I have no doubt in my mind he wrote so- he read Socrates. He was Socrates. a well read man, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why he could he could get up there and debate him on Mars Hill. Yeah. Yeah. He read books. All of them read books. Yeah. I mean, we, we don't tend to think that way, but they actually did. And yeah. it was kind of like the Flintstones. They walked around these big tablets. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's one of my favorite things about Flintstones. You know, the bird. Yeah, right. The bird. Doing all the writing on the tablets and stuff. That's good stuff. Okay, quarter to eight. We've got to take another break. But before we do, let's see. Easter. That's the next one, mm. you know, because oh. before you've... Oh, you've, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, Saint, yeah, I forgot about that, St. Yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Okay, you know, if that was just saying St. Patrick, I might be able to go along with that. Yeah. But green beer, where'd that come from? <laughs> you know, yeah. where'd leprechauns come <laughs> there from? There you go. Yeah. All that's a distraction from what a, the original thing was that it was birthed with, focusing on what a saint, quote-unquote, actually did for the gospel. Yeah. Because he, he was a man who walked all across Ireland, wasn't he? He, took, he spread took, the truth. He took the gospel to to Scotland. Yeah, he's he's um he's no, Scotland, in, not Ireland. Ooh, yeah, get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you may have just started a new war. That's uh, yeah. So. No, um, no, it was a. Um, I'm sorry, it was a Columba, Saint Columba, who took the gospel to Scotland from 
Ireland. But yeah, I mean, he was obviously he's a patron saint for uh, for Ireland, Ireland, and he was a preacher of the gospel. I mean, it's like people don't have no idea that that Harvard is named after Reverend John Harvard, right. a minister. I mean, most people don't know that Princeton was a Bible school and Dartmouth was a Bible college. And go through yeah. the, that's all right. Just cancel all those people out. Oh gosh. That's all. Their they're just cancel. Yeah, they just cancel them. What the heck? Yeah, they did that. You know, they should be canceled. All right. It's uh, history. 13 minutes before 8. Don't forget about our good friend Pat Davis. Don't forget about your bank account because you're the one paying for your health insurance. How much are you paying? What are you getting out of it? Are you paying co-pays on everything? Are you finding out that you got some insurance company that is a kind of a nobody kind of insurance company because that's the only one that you can afford? Well, save 30 to 50% on health insurance. Uh, get a perfect health plan, especially if you're self-employed. And uh, it's actual insurance. It's not a share plan. Nothing against share plans. I'm going to tell you, nothing against them. But insurance is different than a share plan. And I don't have time to go into it, but there's differences uh, there. Uh Choose any provider in the nation, and you'll not pay any co-pays. That's a pretty good deal, if you ask me. Talk to Pat Davis about it. 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935. Now, I would go with Pat Davis. He's working there. His company's working on this for people who are on Medicare. Because believe it or not, when you turn 65, you're going to be under government health care whether you like it or not. Uh, especially if you're going to take Social Security. Yourhealthplanman.com is the where to go to learn more about that. That's yourhealthplanman.com. Uh, I was talking to um, the former congressman from North Texas up around the, um, oh, can't think of the name of the town now. Uh, anyway, talking about, talking about uh, uh, Medicare. And he says, you know, you got to take Medicare, Dave, if you want to take Social Security. They won't give you your Social Security if you don't have Medicare. And he says, I didn't even know that, and I've been in Congress for 20 years. I didn't even know. Didn't even know. All right, take a break. Got more coming your way in a moment. All right, eight minutes until we get up to uh, 8 o'clock. All right, Easter. Yep. Uh, that's not something that I um, uh, celebrate. I did. Obviously, uh, you know, growing up, I uh, didn't know any better. But, you know, once uh, once truth comes, then you modify your um, your practice. So uh, the Bible says that um, Jesus celebrated Passover. He was the Passover lamb, not the Easter ham. So uh, so we celebrate. I like uh, that. You like that? Yeah. I, like yeah, that. I made that up myself. I'm, mm-hmm. That's why they, pay me, like that's that. why they pay me the big bucks. So, um, <laughs> the, so yeah, so, I, so no, we celebrate um Passover. Uh, our church celebrates Passover. Easter is uh, oh my goodness. The history of Easter is um, is is very um, it's steeped. unbiblical. Yeah, yeah. steeped. steeped in, How's that uh, one? Yeah, in Babylonian mythology. Uh, yeah. So uh, no, you know you have um, uh, you know we don't do any of that. Okay. Yeah. No. Same here. Um, yeah. It's just it's inappropriate. So yeah. we avoid it. I mean, you should ask yourself the question, you know, why would you focus on, uh, you know, a gender conflicted rabbit? His name is Peter and he lays eggs like a female. Right. And then you've got, uh, uh, and he's hiding uh, eggs. I mean, hopefully you've asked yourself the question, what in the world does an, an egg and a rabbit have to do with the well, resurrection of the Messiah? perfectly now into our oh, society. Now, now he's a perfect. rabbit who thinks he's a chicken. <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> he's a chick. A rabbit who thinks he's a chick. Uh, a male rabbit who thinks he's a chick. Um, and and we've sung his songs, you know. But we we completely avoid all those uh, all those trappings. So so we celebrate Passover not only because uh, God instituted. Instituted. Jesus celebrated. The apostles celebrated. And Jesus said, "When we get to heaven, we're still celebrating Passover. When we get to heaven, so right. uh, as might as well learn it now. Absolutely. Right. right. So <laughs> our church, we 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 uh, we we reject uh, the influences of the um, of the those Babylonian imports into the faith, and we hold to uh, uh, the feast of Passover. As a matter of fact, if you look in your Bible, you're not going to find the phrase Easter anywhere. Uh, there is one, but no, was, wait a minute. Okay, here we go. Isn't there a reference to Easter? There is one reference in the King James Bible that mentions Easter. Uh, the, um, however, the Greek word there is Passover. It's a deliberate mistranslation uh, of the word. And you have to also remember this: the King James Bible was translated in uh, 1611, uh, and um, the um, the word Easter uh, was given by Constantine in 325. Uh, so that means that the word Easter didn't uh, exist until 325 years after uh, Jesus. So there's no way on earth that that would have been uh, been in play. And that it was Passover in play during that time. But Constantine said, those dirty Jews, yep. we're going to get away from their stuff. That's so right. We're going to have Easter instead that, of Passover. That's right. It was a deliberate uh, replacement theology to replace uh, Passover with uh, Easter because Constantine said we'll have nothing in common with the vilest of mankind. Now, let me, let me just say something that has not changed because here just recently we've had this rise of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Do they say, I hate those people that are, you know, persecuting people in Gaza? No. They say, you dirty Jews. Mm. You know, F you Jews and all just the rest. Hatred. I'm just telling Ancient you, hatred. it is in the heart mm-hmm. as far as this is concerned. Yep. Yeah. That's why I don't, you know, when the people say, well, what would you do to, 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 to you know, solve it? I can't. Mm-hmm. Right. It no ain't going to no happen. No one but Messiah can. No yeah. one but Messiah. It's, it's, it's a heart happen. problem. It is a heart problem. Yes, it is. It's yeah. just like salvation. Yeah. That's a heart problem. Because if you just follow the, lo- the logic of it, you would think everybody would be fine with it. Well, it makes perfect sense when you look at it in a, in a, in a natural way. Just oh, walk this, it down. This, this person attacked that person, and this person responded right. uh, in the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's, it's got there's a, there's a spirit involved here. Yes, there's there is. There's a spirit involved. And so you can't reason with the spirit. You can't debate with the spirit. You can only deal with it in, in the spirit. And, uh, and the people that have problems with Israel have false gods yep. as i'm yep. gonna tell you what don't come to me and say well they do you know they they worship the same god i do no, no. Yeah. they don't no they don't no. so in the vein of eastern Allah's Passover, not the same as god that's I'm right sorry we we missed the holiday we, we we do Passover and not Easter for the oh, same right. reason that we celebrate on the Sabbath and not on Sunday. Right. Now, That's I, I, good. Yeah, um, that is a that is also a replacement. That is also a hey, let's get away from the things that the Jews did. Um, so that if you wonder why replacement you're going to theology. church on Sunday, it's because the church decided they didn't want to have anything to do with what Messiah was doing while he was here. Mm-hmm. Are are more and more pastors understanding? There truly is replacement theology that has happened over these thousands of years. I, I think I think to some degree they are, yeah. um, but they um, and so what what's happened is that's why you see 
so many uh, churches, especially evangelical churches, that are in support of the nation of Israel. They're in support yeah, of the Jewish yeah. people. But I think that it still doesn't quite fully transfer over to the way they interpret the Bible. Yeah. Um, and so um, there's still some of that in play. So you think mm-hmm. they understand we've been grafted into divine Judaism, mm-hmm. but there's still a disconnect about the law. Yeah, and it's partly because of this, uh, I, it's my opinion, I think all this has come about since 1860. 1860 is when John Nelson Darby came up with the idea of dispensationalism. Yeah. And so then he could dis, he could create place. Yeah. Chur- put the church in create segments of time and then you, God deals one way in this time one way in this time and he, he segmented it up and one of the founding principles of dispensationalism is that the law and grace are mutually exclusive and they don't have anything to do with each other and they never overlap and so that becomes a great problem if you ask me where there yeah. was no law and then law was presented that's grace yeah absolutely it is law is grace yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just seriously, it's it's. it's Would anyone there. in Arkansas want to live in Arkansas if there were no laws, right. no traffic laws, no gun, no, no laws whatsoever? Would anybody want to live in a country like that? Yeah, I mean, you no. could kill somebody if you wanted to. You just feel like killing somebody. Yeah, no. Nobody would want to live in a place like that. But yeah. For some reason, we want to live in a church world or a spirit world like right. that. Yeah, right. I'm with you guys. We're out of time. Thanks so much for coming in today. I hope that everybody, excuse me, people understand. That uh, yeah, there's there's some holidays that we don't celebrate. There's other holidays that are totally benign, and we have no problem. Thanksgiving, Fourth of July, yeah, enjoy, yeah, definitely. Have a good week. You too, sir. I'm gonna give it a shot. Uh, We'll be back uh, tomorrow. It's a Wednesday. That means uh, Congressman Hill and Congressman Westerman with us in the seven o'clock hour. What's coming up at six? I'll figure it out sometime tonight. So Dave Ellswick Show. See you at six a.m. 